0: now you'll even get a solar panel included free. go to slash tutor
1: If you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me Jay Harris that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty sports scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics.
0: I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin,
1: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome to the Tudor Dixon podcast. Today, I want to dig into the latest trend among teen girls. If you have teenage or even preteen girls in your house, you've probably been bombarded with conversations about skin care. I know I have. My girls are constantly wanting to go to Ulta or Sephora, and then suddenly I hear dermatologists on the news warning parents of the dangers, which totally freaked me out because we have kids that are always wanting skincare, and now we have one of those experts with us here today, and we're going to find out exactly what is going on with these popular skincare products and teen girls. But first... Let me tell you about my friends at American Financing and how they've been helping your neighbors save money for 25 years. They've saved their customers an average of $854 a month last year by tapping into their home's equity to pay off high interest debt. And with mortgage rates dropping into the fives, now is a great time to call American financing. It only takes a 10 minute call to 866-890-9313. They never charge any upfront fees and that's why they have over 7,200 Google reviews and a 4.7 star rating. They've helped thousands of customers save money and put themselves into a better financial position. Call today to see what they can do for you. It's 866-890-9313. That's 866-890-9313. Americanfinancing.net. NMLS 182-334. NMLS consumeraccess.org. APR rates in the 5 start at 6.406 for well-qualified borrowers. Call 866- 890 9313 for details about credit costs and terms. And now I want to welcome in Dr. Jody Levine to the podcast. Jody is one of America's top dermatologists and is the Director of Dermatology and Plastic Surgery at Dermat and der- Director of Dermatology at Plastic Surgery and Dermatology of NYC, a leading medical and aesthetic practice in New York City. Thank you so much for joining us today. So happy to be here. I am so happy to have you because, like I said, I have four girls. So my girls, I have twins that are 10, and then 12 and 13, and or 12 and 14. And my 10-year-old, <laughs> well, one of the 10-year-olds is actually the worst about this. She's constantly like, I need this skincare. I need this. I need that. And then in the fall, my middle daughter, my 12-year-old, was like obsessed with something I had never heard of called Drunk Elephant. And she's like, yes. Mom, I need this Drunk Elephant. And so I go to the store... And it's, I mean, and it's cute, right? That sounds like, oh, it's an elephant. It's cute. And it's in colorful boxes. And she's like picking this stuff up. I'm like, this is for people my age that have problems with wrinkles under their eyes. You're not getting this. So how did this happen? Tell us all about it. And tell us all about what we're doing wrong if we buy these things. Well, social media is definitely to blame.
4: TikTok, YouTube. I mean, it tells kids what they should believe in these days. And um, there are tons of TikToks of people going through their skincare routine, which takes 20 minutes, putting this on top of this, on top of this. And um, kids as young as eight, and they, they're just doing it all. And the problem is these skincare products are meant for adults. They have active ingredients that are too strong for kids' skin. Um, when I was I'm trained in both pediatrics and dermatology, and during my pediatric training, we had a saying that kids are not little adults. And it's very true. Children are not little adults. Their skin is different. Um, the, you don't produce as much oil as children. And because your skin is not producing as much oil, the skin can absorb more of the active ingredients. That's first off. Um, also, the skin barrier is very sensitive and you really have to protect the skin barrier so the skin doesn't fry out. In addition, the epidermis is thinner when the epidermis is thinner, it, you are at greater risk for sun damage and for long-term sun damage. In addition, these products have exfoliants that are meant to thin out the epidermis, so it's causing even more problems unless kids are using SPF, sun protection, which they're not.
0: So some of these these girls that are looking at this, I mean, I've been hearing you know, these kids are using it, it's actually potentially causing long-term damage to their skin. And they think, you know, I, I'm, I don't have any acne now. I'm going to prevent this. But what is it actually doing? What is What are the actual harms when you see kids like using a retinol? So at baseline, they're irritating. Retinols are very
4: irritating. Even for adults, we have to teach people how to apply them, you use a pea-size, You start every other day. Sometimes I'd start patients just using a retinol twice a week until their skin gets used to it. Um, we, we sandwich a retinol between moisturizers, a moisturizer first, a retinol, then another moisturizer. So kids are using these products that are so irritating. Um, when the skin gets irritated, it gets dry, itchy, stinging, burning. Sometimes uh, kids get chemical burns from these products. It can last for a while. It can take up to a month to heal. Um, But another problem that a lot of people are not focusing on is there's a lot of rosacea going on in America, especially up to 16 million Americans have rosacea. And rosacea is seeing when you're older, between like 30 and 60. But one of the thoughts is that it's from all these skincare products that people are using and exposing their skin to all these preservatives and ingredients, and that clumps the skin to become sensitive. So my fear is that it's not being exposed to all these um, preservatives, fragrances, and over time, it's going to lead to more sensitive skin, more rosacea when they're older.
0: So there's been some talk in the news about some of these products that are using different types of, uh, I, I guess I don't even know what it is, whether it is shampoo or face products or makeup that are causing, have cancer-causing properties in them. So when I see, I mean, honestly, I go to the grocery store and I buy the shampoo there, and I don't know whether that's safe for the kids, and then they wanna put on makeup now and all these things. How as a parent do we say, okay, what are the things that are dangerous? Are there there chemicals that we should be looking for on labels that are protecting our kids from cancer-causing active ingredients, I guess? i don't think any of
4: the fear about cancer causing ingredients is really founded in true studies so i would focus more on the irritation and the long-term sensitivity of the skin rather than on you know cancer um, the only type of cancer i would worry about would be that which is you know you're exposed to from uv damage which is you know basal cells and squamous cell that come out later in life but are based on sun damage that happened before you're 18 years old.
0: Some of these though, do they make your skin more susceptible to sun damage? Because I know I I used the, so I went to the dermatologist and she was like, I didn't get a whole lot of instructions, or perhaps I don't listen. I don't know. But she gave me this retinol and I put it on my face and I didn't do the whole thing that you said, like lotion, retinol, lotion. Um, I put it on and I used it for like four days straight and I'd never used it before and I on I looked like a burn victim my whole entire face peeled off and like the girl in my office was like what did you do to yourself I'm like I used this stuff and she's like no 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 you have no idea what you're doing I mean so if that can happen to an adult which obviously I'm not paying attention to the instructions but you know what happens to a child that uses this and And how sensitive was my skin at that point to the sun once it had all peeled off? Right. For sure. Your skin
4: is very sensitive to the sun and to other pollutants in the environment. I think we should use this trend of kids caring about skincare to teach healthy habits and to encourage people to actually use sun potential. If we can get kids to be so interested in using a moisturizer with sunblock every day, that would be amazing. Oddly, this trend of layering on the skincare products isn't extending to sun protection, um, mm. which I wish it would. We need some sunblocks out there in Ulta or Sephora that have pretty packaging and, you know, fix, that look exciting for kids. Uh, because that's what's that, the most important anti
0: aging ingredient is actually sunblock. That's interesting because I have noticed that they bring these things home and they don't have any sunblock in them. So when I was a kid, you would go, I mean, maybe I'm the only person that gets all of my stuff at the grocery store. I don't know. That's probably not what you're supposed to do. But, you know, you would get like the Neutrogena face cream and it had sunblock in it. And that was all I used as a kid. Right. That's a great product. I, I think if we can get children to use a
4: gentle cleanser, And a daily moisturizer with sunblock, non-comedogenic, we don't want to induce acne, a broad spectrum SPF, at least 30. And
0: then the gentle cleanser at night with a light moisturizer, that would be ideal. It's interesting because I my kids will be like, you know, it used to be that I'm pushing them into the bathroom at night, and I'm like, brush your teeth and do this, and you have to get through all of these different hygiene steps. And now they're like, Mom, I need time to do my skincare, and that's literally what they call it. And and I think that's a TikTok term or something. And it, like my kids don't have TikTok, but you still see the TikTok videos if you're on any other. Any other social media, they're always playing. Or YouTube Shorts is what they're watching the stuff on. I didn't even know YouTube Shorts was a thing. And my my daughter, my oldest is like, oh, I saw this on YouTube Shorts and she's showing me. And it's like, they just scroll from one video to the next video about all of the different healthcare products. And when they were little, so folks that are out there that are listening who have um, older kids now, you probably remember when your kids were little, they got really sucked into those people that would unbox toys. And I think that this is like the next stage to that. So my kids used to watch people open toy adults. And I used to be completely freaked out by this because I'm like, what is the attraction to watching an adult open a toy? And then it would be really weird because they would open the toy, like unwrap it, open it, and then cut the toy in half and be like, this is what the inside of the toy looks like. I'm like Why do you want to watch this? But I swear it prepared them for these videos because now they will sit and watch people put makeup on. And at first it started that way where they were just wanting to see. And I think there's a curiosity for young girls. How do people do makeup? And so they started with makeup but then is it these companies, I mean, kind of like the, the Stanley Cup craze, is it these companies like Drunk Elephant and these other ones who are like, okay, this is a great way to get women to see this, and it just happens to also be going to young girls? I think for sure teenagers always want to do what people older do.
4: I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. natural, right? Kids, it's younger younger siblings want to be like their older siblings. and So whatever, if you want a trend to be popular amongst Tweens, you you bring it to teens. And if you're on a popular teens, you bring it to the young adults. That makes sense. Um, I just I think that this trend in caring about your skincare routine is good in the sense that when it's time to transition to the skincare that they need, like when they go through puberty and they start to get acne, it'll be an easy transition. Because before this, it was hard to even get some of my patients to use their acne products when they needed them. Now I feel like They'll be used to it. So as long as we can direct the products that kids are using to be ones that are safe
0: and not harmful, not irritating, the trend can work in our favor. <laughs> and it, okay. as long as they use soap. Well. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll continue next on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas, ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com tutor to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4 tutor.
3: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals.
0: some of the, some of the products that are out there that you see young people using that they shouldn't be because i like i said i my kids were bringing me things and they're like we want this we want this and like i i'm looking at my notes for this podcast and Sarah, who a lot of people hear me talk about Sarah, she has in their bum bum cream. And I'm going to call her out on this because I'm pretty sure that she got my kids this for Christmas. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what is this? So what is it? I think the really important thing is to actually bring your creams to
4: a dermatologist and show them the cream. Okay. Let them look at the ingredients on the bottle. Um, if there are salicylic acid, glycolic acid, lactic acid, you know the AHAs, BHAs, they're exfoliating, they're irritating. The retinols, like you mentioned, excessive fragrances are also really bad because they can be very irritating, especially if people have sensitive skin. So, and everyone is different. In truth, you know there are there are kids who can tolerate that, and then there are kids who can't. Who are from tags in mind. And dry skin, and you know sensitivities in general. So it's best to grade it to a doctor or let the doctor look at everything and individualize the care.
0: I mean, our kids' rooms—it's funny to me because we're a girl house. I mean, I'll, we only have girls. So my girlfriends that have sons—they're like, "Oh, their room smells so bad." Yeah. And I'm like, "Seriously?" Because our girls' rooms constantly smell like some floral thing or this or candy. You know, it's like they are obsessed with the different scents. And, you know, I mean the marketing on this stuff is great because you've got Bath and Body Works and their their scents change every few months. Right. And the girl's like, We gotta go. We gotta get the new scents. And they have their dressers are just filled with these things. And it does worry me. You know, they don't they haven't gotten rashes, but they and then you know when they all get in the car right after they've all put a different smell on. I'm like, I I'm <laughs> die in this vehicle with four kids with different smells on. But I mean, it really is. It's it is interesting to me because. This is not how we grew up because there was obviously not social media back then. But they do take a, a different level of interest in their skincare. So I've never taken my kids to a dermatologist outside of a couple of times when I was like, okay, this is a freckle I'm concerned about when what do you recommend as parents when should we take our kids to the to the dermatologist what are some warning signs that we should be aware of and then is there just like a general time when your kid should see a dermatologist well in terms of this skincare trend i
4: think it would be great for anyone who's dealing with their children trying to put on a million different products to to go to a dermatologist um other than that i like to do a general full body check on children basically once in lower school, once in middle school, once in high school, and then probably annually once they get to college age, unless there is a natural family history of skin cancer, in which case I'm making it more often, or if the child has a lot of irregular moles, then we'll see them more often.
0: So that's what you're looking for when you're doing a full body check. I mean, cause I will be honest, I've never done this with my kids. And I think some of us feel like oh, we go to the annual checkup, but my doctor, the pediatrician, doesn't do that. And in the few times that I've said, I'm concerned about this, they're like, "Well, you could have a dermatologist look at it. So it does seem like it's out of their purview at the regular pediatrician's office. So if you are concerned about this, I mean, or if you've never thought about it, you're saying, like, in elementary, middle, and high school, they should be seen at least once, and then the dermatologist will determine whether or not they should be seen more often if there's anything to keep an eye on. What, what kinds of things would they be keeping an eye on? And how often do you see problems with kids? Because I guess it's something I just kind of haven't thought about.
4: Yeah, kids can have um, irregular moles or even melanoma. Of course, it's a lot less common in children than in adults. Uh, there are other skin conditions also that uh, kids come in for, of course, eczema. Also, keratosis pilaris, which is that little chicken skin, little red bumps on the arm, sometimes on the cheeks mm. or even the thighs or the behind. Um, now that social media is such a thing, it's probably important for kids who have skin conditions like that to come to the halogens, but the theory is they're going to start using products from, from uh, TikTok instead of using the right products. So I think any, so any child with something on their skin that you're concerned about should come. I see kids with molestom, molestom are these little virus-induced pimples, and that they all, they're from the chicken pops family, uh, and mm. they spread like crazy.
0: The real name is... Is this also known as water warts? Is it? I, I've never heard of water warts, but... Oh my gosh. So that, that went around this area. It's like, it is like it, they are kind of clear looking, but they're... Yes. So I, just for people listening, had no idea what this was. And I swear this was not a thing when we were kids, but we went to the doctor and the doctor was like, oh, water warts. And I'm like, I, that sounds awful. I don't know what this is. It's terrifying. And, and I think it's something that you, you just, there are skin conditions that you don't know about. And that one honestly that one was terrifying to me and they're like oh this lasts for a really long time but there are just things that I I have not I mean we have a a few issues with some eczema here and there and I think that it's something we had not as a family really thought about and you mentioned something that I think is very interesting that they could be using the wrong products. And I have sometimes been like lulled into this false sense of security where they're like, oh, mom, I saw this and I need it because it does this. And I'm like, okay, you know, you're busy and you're like, oh, that that must be good. And I probably am not doing the research. And so I think that's important to remind parents of when your kids see something do the research and then talk to a medical professional about it.
4: Definitely. I think it's also a bonding opportunity in one's kids to say, I use mm-hmm. this beam. I use that being too. And everyone is different and with what works for your child's friend is not what's gonna work for your child. So it is important to bring good with after and, you know, find out what's right, they work it
0: and sometimes I mean I we see a lot you know my oldest is just getting to high school now so now you see all of the everything is flaring up right hormones are changing everything is flaring up and the girls are like well so exactly what you just said so-and-so is using this and -and so-and-so is using that and it seems like one of those things that you don't want to like oh I do I really need to take the time to go in but how does that work when you are the dermatologist and you're looking at the, the child's skin? You can actually see the differences from one child to another and and make a diagnosis that they should be using something specific rather than just what their friend is using. Definitely. I mean, kids that have
4: a history of eczema or sensitive skin or keratosis pilaris, like I was talking about, those along with sensitive skin. Those are signs of children that shouldn't be using the same products as it's, uh, mm. you know, regular, normal, strong skin. Um, I remember uh, when I went through my training, we told everyone that they should be using dub soap. Dove soap is nice and moisturizing and, you know, agrees with everyone's skin. I, I love dub. But the truth is, there are a lot of people who can handle ivory soap. It's just that there aren't people that can't. So, um, you know, it's not that the whole world needs to use a moisturizing soap, but that population of people with sensitive skin need to use it. They really have to customize your skincare for the patient.
0: Well, it's been definitely interesting talking about this because we have so many different things in our house and they are really fascinating for kids. I mean, we've got Bubble, there's the Drunk Elephant, there's the Bum Bum Cream. All of these things are bright colors they're very fascinating. They make children want to. I mean, I, every time I say I have to go to Ulta, the girls are all like, "You're not going without us. We're going." And if I come home with an Ulta bag, they freak out, like, "How could you have done this?" But like, I've committed some mortal sin that I went to the skincare store without them. So it's definitely been fascinating. I think there's a lot of people out there. What is your advice to parents? For me, you know, we're trying to cut down on their time online and all of that. But what is your advice to parents who have young girls who are really getting addicted to makeup and stuff and maybe that's a little too young. What do you tell them? Paul, I think if it is a trend and it's
4: what their friends are doing, it's going to be hard to say, "Don't do it." So, you just need to direct it toward things that will be good for them. So, like I have patients who are little girls who are just not satisfied with just using a moisturizer with some in the morning or just using a gentle cleanser and a light moisturizer they want something else so i will give them a serum or a cream to use in between um but i'll give them a green tea serum green tea can be the best antioxidant so um like we have we make a green tea serum a green tea cream depending on how moisturizing we want the the product to be and it's great because it helps protect the skin from free radicals in the environment and and some sun damage. And then I know, okay, the kids will feel good that
0: they have a multi-layer skin routine, but at least the products that they're using are good for them. So these are products that you actually sell to like for teenagers. Tell us a little bit about that. I do. Um, I mean, I could show you my my products.
4: Yeah. (laughs) This is a antioxidant soap-free cleanser of course the
0: packaging is not as exciting and colorful <laughs> um, sugar. we're gonna make <laughs> you make that brighter colors um, it's gonna have to have a name with an animal in it I mean, not know but it has
4: polyphenols <laughs> vitamin A C e poenza and then shoot 10 I mean these are these are great ingredients for for kids and adults good absolutely nothing irritating um, my favorite Daily moisturizer with sunblock is SPF 45, and actually it's SPF 50. And it has UVA and UVB pre- UV protection, and it has green tea. Again, I love green tea. Um, and then I give them some, I have a, a night cream, a day cream, depending on how thick we want it to be. Also, with vitamins. The, the goal is to nourish the skin, mm. you know,
0: create healthy skin and not hardness. So where do the, where do people find that? If they can they order it online. Um, my products we sell them on the website yes or people can okay. call and we ship them give us the website just so we have that it is plasticsandderm.com awesome all right so that's where you need to go if you have kids and and I love that idea of something that is really help, healthy that has vitamins because I think that that's what they're really looking for they just don't realize it so if we can kind of push them that direction as parents that's that's what we're here for. That who knew that we would be in a whole new world of having to make sure our kids were putting the right thing on their face, but this is where we are. So I'm really I'm really glad that we had you on today and you were able to share that with us. Dr. Jody Levine, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And thank you for joining me on the Tudor Dixon podcast. For this episode and others, go to tutordixonpodcast.com You can subscribe right there on the website, or you can head over to the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us next time on the Tudor Dixon podcast. Have a blessed day. Generator now you'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to tutor
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty: Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics.